A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040, WHO. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ARL Animal Connection with Mick and Carol. Morning, Carol. Good morning, Mick. How are you? Good. Did good. Do you remember your glasses this morning? I did. The ones you don't like. Oh, not the ones that. I got the folding up ones. I think they're cool. Sit in my pocket. That way I don't forget them. Yeah, I guess. That's a good thing. Last week, Mick, of course, forgot his... He was having a bad morning, forgot his glasses, about fell off his chair because it's missing an arm. And My pen's working this week. Pen's working. We're on fire today. I'm on fire. It's going to be a good, good morning. You can just tell. Don't you love this weather? I do. This is I actually cool. like the rain. Yeah, isn't it cozy and nice? Yeah. I'm not sure is. how much my dogs love it. I like, got up this morning and let them out. Two of them went right off the porch. Mm-hmm. Two of them, like stopped right at the edge of the porch and looked back at me to see if I was still standing there because I think they were going to try to fool me like oh yeah we're back in yeah we yeah. went we're back you know so I had to make them get off how's how's it how do yours do and how about your new one new one got the first drop of rain on her nose yes. turned around and stood at the door oh my gosh and I'm like okay you want to go potty <laughs> nah <laughs> And she actually does hold. Does she really? Yeah, it's yeah. surprising. What I'm going to find when I go home, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to force her. Yeah. Um, we'll work on that. I didn't have time this morning. <laughs> now, how would you work on that? How would you get her used to I mean, she's how old? Uh, five. So she's probably been out in the rain. You'd think so. Okay. So what I'd do is have a raincoat on. On her? On me. Okay. <laughs> and maybe her. <laughs> okay. Maybe her if she okay. likes it. And actually go down with her. Okay. And just say, yeah, I'm not going anywhere till this is done. Yeah. And then just reward that behavior. Okay. Because I have the same thing with bubbles. Yeah. Um, but the rain, hers is cold. Okay. Um, she won't go out if it's really cold. Okay. All right. You can have a long, long winter. I know. <laughs> I know. But with bubbles, I accept that, you know, I've tried the to the training and having the leash and taking the treats down and so she doesn't you can't just run back upstairs we're staying out here till it's done yeah and she'll do that but it bothers her so then we've got the stresses of that and do i want to stress my dog out all the time right so i do have uh, uh, puppy pads for her yeah and she knows how to use them and they've got their own area yep and it's just like okay yeah she knows how to use the pads so it's not a problem to clean up i'm not she does get stressed if I try and persist and take, especially in the snow and when it's cold. Yeah. Rain, she'll go. Yeah. But so I just sort of find that point because I tried, you know, doing the right things for every season. Summer, right. she's fine. Right. And it's, I've just come to the conclusion that this is my dog. And so I make accommodations for it. Yeah. My uh, little French bulldog named Reese, mm-hmm. you know, the very first winter I had her, she was only two. And she would go out, it would be cold, and she'd come back in literally crying, like whining, you know, because it was cold. Now, I, she's out there just, she's my doddler out there. I'm like, yeah. get in here, it's cold, you know? So it's weird how they kind of adjust, learn, change yep. their behaviors. And my front yard is different to my backyard as well. Yeah. Because um, they're both fenced off. So the backyard is a lot long, you know, big backyard, yeah. I'm lucky. And the front yard is easier for us because yeah. we don't have to walk out across the driveways and into the yard. And um, Bubbles loves the backyard. 
Yeah. She will tolerate more weather with a different environment. Yeah. But also I have dogs next door that come out in their front yard and she gets worried. So there's also little parameters yeah. depending yeah. on time of day. And, right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's my situation too. If I let my dogs out the back door, they don't know, think that that's time to go potty. They think, hey, what's going on? Who's coming? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. If I let them out the front door, they know that's what they're supposed to do. Anyway, dogs are... So fascinating. They are. It's yes. interesting. They work it out. And they have their preferences. Yes, and so individual. Yep. And yeah. their area. Yeah. Like she'll go to the furthest point of the yard and so I'm standing outside. I like to stand out. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I put on a raincoat or a jacket. And yeah. If it's extremely cold, I will open the door and go, hurry up. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind going out with them. Yeah. So, yes, she's doing good. She's fitting in well. Um, they all stay together in the kitchen during... Um, the day. That's great. So, yeah, they're all hanging out. So That's fantastic. For those that don't know, I'm fostering a... <clears throat> fostering. A, foster, well, yeah. Only because she's still under some medical treatment. Yes. Um, waiting for some test results back. She um, has a large mass, or we don't know what it is on her, one of her nipples. Yep. yep. I guess there's no other way to explain it. She yeah. was used for breeding, so they're quite loose and hanging down, yep. but one has a large mass on it. Um, so until those results are back, of course, we want to make sure we're, no matter who the adopter is, we're giving all full, um, all the information, Yep. medically, behaviourally, whatever that may be, and then we'll go ahead and adopt her. She's not going anywhere. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, whatever. Anyone listening, she's not going to be available for adoption. <laughs> Sorry about that. Mick will be keeping her, so, but that's great if she found a family that loves her and... Yeah, and she's got medical issues and she's got elbow issues, so um, we have care credit. That's great. Absolutely. (laughs) We'll look after her. That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah, well, Mick and I are here this morning till 7 o'clock, and um, we'll take your calls at 284-1040, and answer any behavior questions you have, dogs, cats, other, and... um, and, uh, Fun stories. Fun stories, you can call absolutely. In. We'll have a trivia question coming up. Yep, we've got another one today. Another already one. worked out. Yep, and we've had some people already submit some questions to us online, and maybe we should go ahead and try to get to yeah, one of those one. if that works. Right. Um, yep. And we've got you know holiday time coming up, and we'll want to talk about keeping your pets safe mm. on the Thanksgiving holiday. But one of the questions that we did get. Um, and we're going to need to talk a lot about holiday trees because we had a couple questions about this. But one of yep. them was, last year I got a real tree for Christmas and my dog lifted his leg on it, even though he's house trained. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if I should get an artificial tree or if he'll do it again anyway to that. And he is neutered. So, unusual question? Normal? Normal. Um, for, I would say normal. I don't think the tr- type of tree is going to make a difference. Okay. Um, it's a foreign object coming into the home. So just let me, I'll tell you it's mine as well. Yeah. It's a marking behavior. Um, you know, if it's a, when dogs eliminate in the home, if it's a large amount, it's actually a potty or toiletry issue. If they do small amounts, it's a marking behavior. Or, or if they do small amounts often all around the place, it's normally an anxiety-related behavior. It's like, this. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm yep. here. So what I do with that is put... Our, our fabulous carpet runner upside down, same as we do for cats, just yep. around the tree. Um, or maybe even just a little um, puppy pen. So a little fence or make a yep. nice little picket fence or something. Yep. Um, just to normally when something's foreign and the dogs are unsure, they just have a tendency to mark. So 
real tree, foreign tree, could have been something on the tree, who knows? But I would probably go with the preventative other than um, doing that. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. That's great. And we're going to keep talking about holiday oh, yeah. prevention for the next that few time weeks. That's right. So, it looks like we do have a caller on the phone. Um, so, Corey. Hi. Morning, Corey. Hi, oh, Corey. sorry. Hey, good morning, guys. I had a question for you. I actually have two cats. I've had them both for about three or four years now. And I've got one that has decided to use the litter box, but use the litter box right out. I guess, like, right outside the litter box. I've got two, one for each cat, um, but I've got one that seems to, like, still like the marker territory, and I can't figure out why that has started to happen over the past couple of months. Sure, sure. So um, are either of these litter boxes covered, Corey? No, neither one is. I just, I separate them, I clean them every day, I put some baking soda in, I've, I've read up on everything I could try, but I have not covered them. Okay. No, and I would not. I'm not. Definitely don't cover them. That might okay. just add a problem to it. But sometimes, if they're covered, I tell would tell people take those covers off, and you won't have the okay. problem. But um, so are they just? Uh, is the one just urinating outside the box or defecating? No, uh, never urine. Never uh, urinating. It's, uh, it's just always defecating. Okay. And it's it's the one because I've caught her because I couldn't figure out who it was. And like I said, um, I've had I had the one first. I brought the other one in, um, and they get along fine, but there's times where it seems like they fight for uh, dominant yeah. every once in a while. Uh-huh. And so I didn't know I didn't know if the, uh, the, the one is probably a year or two older, Yeah, and, that, and that's the one that's, that's having the issue. So I didn't know if it was a trying to remain the alpha or what I could do. Yep. Um, so that's why I'm calling. I, like I said, I've read up on this so many times. I've tried to do just about everything. So I was glad that I got my uh, my call through this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's probably definitely, you know, not a dominance type of thing. Usually, practically every single time when it's a defecation situation outside the box, it has to do with the box itself. And sometimes okay. cats literally will use a box for months or years and all of a sudden start defecating outside the box because they actually tend to be somewhat patient creatures when it comes to their litter box and all of a sudden they're like okay you know the litter box isn't changing i don't like it so now i'm gonna start defecating outside the box to try to communicate send signals whatever to my human that's something i don't like about the box the very fact that this cat is defecating close to outside the box you know close to the box says this cat knows how to use that litter box and knows it's supposed to be used in the litter box there's just something about the litter box the cat doesn't like and that can be the size of the litter box um you know isn't big enough where the cat feels like can go in turn around you know do its business and get out comfortably it can be the type of litter um so if you're using clay litter they may want um you know clumpable litter that's a sandy sandier feel um, yeah that's what i do i the box is big enough i use the tidy cat clumpable stuff because um it, it had always worked you know with no problems before yep have you have you ever switched that litter to to the other then? Like if you use clumpable, have you no. taken Okay. For years I've always kept the same the same. Because, uh, like I said, I read up where it said, you know, they might not like the texture or the feel or the smell or yep. whatever. Yep. The only, the only thing I haven't changed is uh is the box itself. Yeah. Is it just a regular litter box? 
Yeah, it's just a regular, okay. I'd say it's probably a regular, one of those just plastic. Um, yep. Yeah, it's just regular okay. box. Well, I, here's some good news for you. Defecation outside the box is practically always solvable. We've just got to figure mm-hmm. out what it is about that situation with those litter boxes that the cat does not like and just make an adjustment and again it could be let's have you get an under the bed plastic storage container and use that as the litter box you know a thin one versus a litter box it gives you more size Uh, we also may have you switch the litter out and i realize you've used this for years and years but what we also may want to do is add a third box so what i might suggest you do Corey, is you keep the two boxes the way you have them and you Uh add a third box but let's do an under the bed storage thing a thin one and put in it just regular clay litter and let's see what happens. Um, and the reason okay. that way we're not messing with the two that your other cat's using, so we're not going to throw your other cat off. And okay. we're adding a box, so in case this cat feels like it wants to urinate in one box and defecate in another, it's going to be able to do okay. that with the third box. Um, and it's okay if they're using each other's; that's just fine. Um, okay. and, and then third, we're going to give the litter choice. So if you're using clumpable in the other two, um, we're going to have to take a quick break. Corey, can you just can you hang on the yeah. phone and we'll come oh, right absolutely. back to you? Yeah, Great, yeah. we'll be right back. At 624, 39 degrees, some rain, winds out of the northeast at 5. You're listening to News Radio 1040 WHO. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. You're with Carol and Mick, and we've still got Corey on the line, so we'll keep going with his yeah. cat question. Hey, Corey, thanks for holding on. Sure thing. Okay, so we what our plan here is going to be is for you to get a. Uh, add a third litter box which will be one of the under bed storage containers so and clarifying for any listener out there we're not meaning put the thing underneath the bed we're meaning those thin type of storage containers um that we can use as a litter box but they're bigger in size so we'll put that next to your other two and then put in a different type of litter so if you've got clumpable in the two boxes let's put in clay in the third one and and let's see what happens Okay. And the reason for the Yeah, and the reason for that Corey is that we're that we're going to knock off a few things off my top 10 reasons cats quit using their litter box. One will be we're going to add the third box just in case mm-hmm. that cat has an issue with going, you know, urinating in one box and defecating in another. We're just going to add a third box there for that. Two, we're going to try the different litter because perhaps that cat really prefers the clay versus clumpable or whatever um third we want to make sure that we're not messing with your other cat who's using the litter box just fine um but it's definitely a litter box problem and definitely since it's defecation outside the box it is something we can fix we just got to figure out um, what the deal is so that's good news for us and Corey, if this doesn't work i know you've read a ton of stuff and i don't know if you've been out on the animal rescue league's website or not but i wrote a flyer a while back mick and i uh, actually have it in our book too but it's called the top 10 reasons cats quit using their litter box and okay. and you know i'm probably biased because i wrote it but i think that <laughs> yeah. most of the reasons that uh cats do quit using their litter box if it's not medical um is you know on that list and it talks about this this sort of thing about the litter and the box and that sort of thing but um i'd love to either hear back from you next saturday or if you need to reach me if this doesn't work we're going to just keep tuck, um, picking down that list till we f- hit what it is and we'll get your cat back in the litter box for defecation too 
Well, that sounds great. I will. Uh, I'll call back in next Saturday and let you know what I find out. That's wonderful, Fantastic. Corey. And if, uh, if it doesn't work, we'll go on to something else on the list. But I'll uh, keep my fingers crossed. We hit it on the on the first thing. Okay. Well, thank you for your help. I'll visit. Uh, I'll visit your article as well. Great. Keep up the good work. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, you, Corey. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. And where can they find that article, Carol? www.arl-iowa.org is our website. And we have a pet help tab there, and you can go in there and hit our behavior help. So, um, yeah. Lots of great information yeah. on our website. I love calls like that because like that, we can fix that. Yeah. Like that's a, okay, we just got to figure out what the trigger is. If it's not those things, what is it? Is it location? Is it, you know, it tells mm-hmm. me in this situation it's not necessarily location because the cat's going right outside the box. And I love it when it's defecation, not I urination. Oh, I, I know too. that sounds odd to people, but. Well, they're just quicker and easier yeah. to solve for people. And yeah. preferences change. Yeah, they do. Don't they? Over time, yeah. they, you know, yeah, that's been good for five years, right. but this week nah right i need a change that's right i had that exact situation a couple months ago and these a uh, woman had called um and it, like eight years this cat had used the box just fine mm-hmm. and at that point the cat quit using the litter box well you know it kind of it gets you thinking that you know the cat by this time now is about 14 years old because she had got the cat yep. when it was six 14 years old and it just didn't want to go down the stairs is what i really think is what's happening you yep. know either its eyesight changed its body you know muscles changed something it didn't want to have to go downstairs to use a litter box we moved that litter box upstairs cat was back to using the litter box in no time so you really have to think yep. references change our bodies change i mean it's no different for them yeah you know so yep. absolutely uh, we have two minutes before our next break, Mick, and it looks like we have another caller. Yes, Carol's on the line. Good morning, Carol. Good morning, Mick and Carol. Good morning. How is are you? Is this Carol of Carol's? Uh, yes, it is. Hi, Carol. <laughs> I love your name, Carol. Oh, back at you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Mick's voice. I just, I, I just can't get enough of it. Yeah, you know, I tell you what, if I go to... Uh, talks with him places he go. hates when i say this and he turns bright red i i i go first because if he starts talking first nobody wants to listen to me then so yes you know the it's crazy part visible right <laughs> yeah yeah the crazy part for me carol what's that is they go oh the voice was lovely i don't know what you said but didn't hear a word you <laughs> yeah, said that's just great isn't and i'm it? like hang on a second why yeah. am i here <laughs> right exactly voice oh, candy <laughs> voice candy oh but my how, gosh. how can we help you carol oh i love you guys um I'm calling about my little Shisu. Yeah. He is six months old. Uh, love him to pieces. Just a darling, sweet, sweet dog. But Theo has an independence issue as far from my viewpoint. Okay. Poor little guy. I cannot get him to cuddle. I can't get him to sit on my lap. Yep. I can pick him up and he'll lick my face and then turn around and he wants down. I don't know if maybe it's just the breed. We've always had Yorkies in the past. Uh, okay. This is my first Chisu. Yep. Um, right from the get-go, even when we brought him home when he was 11 weeks old, he wasn't a cuddler. Yeah. Um, they're all indip- all different. Yes. And he's telling you that he's not a cuddler. And that's fine. Yep, and what I do with that is I go the where people. I know we love our pets and we love to cuddle. Um, I've had dogs that I've, I think what you don't like me like, but we'll come yeah. back and cover that in just a second, Carol. Okay, stay with us, and we'll be back sure. in a couple of minutes.
Fox News Radio, I'm Karen McHugh. There's a manhunt for a cop killer in western Pennsylvania. Patrolman Brian Shaw was shot and killed last night during a traffic stop in New Kensington near Pittsburgh. I'm asking anybody, anybody with any information, as minute as they think it might be, please, please give us a call. We need to find the person that did this. Police Chief Jim Klein, neighboring departments are assisting in the search. Officer Shaw's the second cop killed in the line of duty this week. Some exciting conference matchups on tap today in college football. After joining the college football playoff picture at number three in the nation, Miami will face off with ACC foe Virginia today, while the other newcomer to the CFP, fourth-ranked Oklahoma, will take on Big 12 mate Kansas. Alabama and Clemson the top two with matchups against Mercer and the Citadel, respectively. Only one match of ranked opponents this week with number five Wisconsin taking on number 24, Michigan. Fox's Matt Napolitano. Fox News, we report, you decide. 800 by Dell. At 635-39 degrees, rain and calm winds. You're listening to News Radio 1040 WHO. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. We're on the line with Carol, still from before the break. Hey, Carol. I'm still here. Excellent. Thank you for hanging on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we got some dogs out there, and I've had them as well, that are just not cuddlers. They, you know, they like maybe be in the room with you. Oh, yeah. He follows me from room to room. Yep. (laughs) So he likes you. So he's just not a cuddler. Sometimes that comes with time. And the other thing we do as loving humans as well is we want to love on them all the time. Oh, gosh, yes, he's such a... <laughs> Cute, yeah. Um, what I actually do with that is I actually go the other way then and um, ignore him a little bit. Okay. So I change the tide. Okay, okay, you don't want to cuddle, we won't cuddle. And the dog goes, hang on a minute, maybe I do want to cuddle. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you don't pay attention to someone, they start paying attention back to you. Yeah. Uh, and I do abs- that with dogs. Any absence t- makes the heart grow fonder something like that exactly you ladies know what i'm talking about it you've done it to guys before and Uh, a second thing though which um may be an issue we've got two cats Mm -hmm. and they're five years old they're brothers bob and bert and Hmm. um he loves them he Hmm. i mean if if he didn't see me again (laughs) yep if theo didn't see me again he'd still have bob and bert um so I don't know if maybe it's just because he's just six months old. Um, but, you know, hey, I could leave the room, and as long as the cats are in there with him, yep, he is just thrilled with them. Mm-hmm. See, I, I see that as a good thing. Sometimes oh, it, it hurts is. our feelings more yeah. than they're, they're not up in your face all the time and cuddling, and then yeah. th- that becomes a problem. Oh, stop it. You're too much. So, <laughs> right. Um, I'd just play it by ear. You know. Either that or put on some cat ears and meow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I better grow a tail. Halloween's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have you walking around in a cat outfit. And people are like, what are you doing, Carol? Oh, oh God. Mick and Carol told me to dress up like <laughs> yeah. a cat. I don't know. Yeah. My dog loves cats. <laughs> See, there's a, there's a huge positive. The oh, fact God. that he gets along with your cat so well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's good. I'm just so thankful. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, the one cat, Bob, he's a yellow cat, and he's just a little lover and mm. will take so much from Theo that yep. it's frightening. And, um, I mean, he never 
Theo never hurts the cat, but it's like, come on, get off me. I've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I'd just I'd, uh, play it cool for a while, Carol. Okay. Yeah, just give him... Um, little bit of a cold shoulder. I'm not saying being nasty, just... Oh, no. You know, you don't have to be in my face all the time, and you'll go, but maybe now I want to. Uh, and if he you. does that, you just pop him an extra treat as well. Ah, uh, yes. You know? treats. I can yeah. tell by Carol's voice this is going to last about 10 seconds, Mick, because she's not the type <laughs> to ignore her little Shih Tzu baby. Oh, I'm, no. I, I just, he's... I didn't say ignore. I said a little bit of a cold shoulder occasionally. Okay, gotcha. Well, thank you guys so much and have a great weekend. You too, No worries. And thanks for listening and thanks for calling in. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. You know, the biggest thing I do when I meet animals is nothing. I know. I know you do that. I I don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it actually, for me, it's been one of the biggest... Because everybody wants to say hello, and every, yep. I actually stand off or go and sit down and just watch the dog, and the dog goes, "Huh," or a cat, or whatever it may yeah. be. I give them the, I actually give them the choice. Do you want to say hello to me, or do you, you don't? Well, I remember years ago because I've had Reese about five years ago mm-hmm. now. You came over and Reese was jumping up, and you know the whole deal, and you're yeah. ignoring her completely. And I was like, I can't get her to stay down. And you're like, well, that's because you pet her and pick her up and <laughs> everything else. And when she runs over to you and starts jumping up yep. on you, I mean, you're totally right. It's just, it's the humans, you got to have some self-discipline to get to yeah. maybe that point. Yeah. So, yeah. It maybe it's my cold heart. I don't know. No, I doubt that's it. So. <laughs> ah, okay. Should we do our trivia question? Let's do okay, it. Okay. Now, of course, because Thanksgiving's coming up, we have to do, we've been doing trivia questions related to mm-hmm. turkeys. Yep. So, um, we've got a trivia question. You can call in at 284-1040 and the first caller who calls in who has the correct answer, we yep. will mail you out an ARL Animal Connection mug. And the question is, Yes. Who is the name of the character? that put a turkey on their head in the show Friends. Okay, so you want which friend that was. Which friend that was. Okay, and they put a turkey on their head. To make someone else happy. Okay, so do you think Aaron's already on the phone about the trivia question? He's calling, so we'll wait and see if... uh, Yep, oh, there he is. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Good morning. Hey. Hi, I want to talk to you about Sorry, we got a really bad line, Aaron. Sorry, I have a question about Thanksgiving and dogs. Okay. Yeah, by all means. Um, are the turkey bones good for your dog? Turkey good for your dogs? Is that what it's you're asking? Turkey us? bones. Turkey bones. Bones. Okay. No, no. Bones. No. Um, bones are always a concern. Cooked bones are actually dangerous because they dry out. And they splinter when dogs chew on them, so they can actually uh, perforate um, stomach linings and mouths and everything else. So, uh, no cooked bones and raw bones is not recommended as well. Um, I'm, a, I'm also a deer hunter. That's why I asked. Yep. And they uh, they love my they love it when I'm butchering out a deer. That's yep. why I was asking. Yeah. No. About deer bones. Oh, deer bones. Okay. Um, yeah, if bones from whatever animal never cooked. Never cooked? Never All cooked. Right. All righty. All right, thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. Okay, it looks like uh, we got a few Ellen, other calls. Ellen was probably the first caller with uh, who called in. Yep. Hey, Ellen. Hi there. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. 
What do you think? You have an answer for us? Uh, Joey did it. It was not Joey. Well, he was the second one. Actually, he was the second one who did it. You're right. He got stuck in it. He got stuck <laughs> in it. Ah, there oh. we go. There we go. I had to I, question myself for a second. I went, hang on a second. No, no Joey was. One. That's right. This wasn't right. a stuck. This was for fun. For fun, yep. Oh, that's right. Well, then I do know, but. Well, sorry, <laughs> sorry about, about that. Sorry about that, Ellen. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thanks, bye. Uh, it looks like Carol was the next one. Hey, Carol. Hi. Do you have an answer for us? Uh, yeah, it was not Rachel, not Phoebe, but the third girl. Yeah, she has a name. You could have the name. Yes. And I, let's see. Clock's ticking. Sorry, Carol. Okay. Thank you, though. Nice try, Thanks for listening. I think that leaves one person for everyone else. Yeah, okay, Tom. Uh, It was Monica. That's correct. Well done, Well done. You had the name, (laughs) so that's great. That's great. Tom, if you want to stay on the phone, uh, we'll get your address and we'll mail you out an Animal Connections mug. I sure will. Thank you so much. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, so... It was Monica. It was Monica, but that's right. Joey did it later because he yeah, but, got stuck. <laughs> that's right. But Monica did it for fun to cheer up Chandler, Chandler at yep. the time. So yeah. So friends trivia. There and you go. Thank you so much for everyone who called in. It's very fun. I hope you keep calling in with answers to those trivia questions. So, always love them. Yes, very fun. So um, and if anybody has some fun ones, they can always send in along with behavior questions. Yeah, that's a great idea. To us on our website at arl-iowa.org or the email arlanimalconnections.org. Yeah, that's right. Oh, at arl.org. At arl. So arl. Animal con- ARL, oh, my gosh. Animal Connections at arl-iowa.org. Right, exactly. That's the email oh address. It's we on our website, though. It is on our website. We have get, our own radio section on that's the website, right. guys. So you can get there there. So that's great. That's a lot of fun. Um, so Gail is on the phone now, and she has a question for us this morning. So we'll take... Hi, Gail. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. Hey, Nick. This is Gail McMahon from Bass Pro. Oh, g'day, Gail. How are you doing? Oh, I'm swell. I'm just on my way to work right now. But as you know, I've always been a dog person, but um, my husband and I went to the other side and adopted a cat. <laughs> went to the dark side. A kitten. We went to the dark side and adopted a kitten. Wonderful. Well, Thank it's Christmas you. tree time, and so we bought our first fake tree because of the and right. so he's about seven months now and and he's very active uh, gray cat very smart any suggestions uh we've set the tree up undecorated just have it up for a few days any suggestions other than just putting all the decorations on the top half of the tree yeah i'm going to hand it over to carol but i just want to say thank you for all your support having events out there having us out there Go, you've been tremendous to us. So I just want to say oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We love you guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to Bass Pro for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to Carol. She's the Christmas tree expert. I like when people tell me, I love when people tell me they're always a dog person and then they got a cat because that was me also. And, um, and now look at you. Yeah, I know. So you're a dog person and then you get a cat and then you become a cat and a dog person. Yeah. So that's right. So anyway, um, yeah, Gail, you're exactly right to set that tree up completely undecorated for a few days. That just helps them to kind of get used to the tree being there and, you know, things they're going to do to it uh, when it's not decorated with fancy 
glass ornaments. And you're right also about putting your fancy glass ornaments towards the top of the tree uh, so they can't get to them. But on the bottom of the tree, and some fun stuff we've done is um, put some cat playful ornaments on the bottom of the tree. So you can hang up, you know, uh, balls. Those And great ones are those uh, clear plastic ones and you can put stuff inside of them like mm. shiny tinsel or something and hang them on the bottom of the tree that way it keeps them away from focusing on the expensive or really pretty glass ornaments at the top because they can just sit on the ground and bat and play with the ones that are towards the bottom and um and i'd be real careful about using actual ornament hooks uh, a lot of best way to kind of hang those is by um you know string or yarn so that they don't actually get a hook stuck in them if they knock them off the tree that is an awesome idea. We will give it a shot. Yeah, it's also just a lot of fun for them. So yeah, yeah, and we've oh, got yeah. we've got a bunch of information about cats and holiday trees on our website too, and we're going to be talking about it more this morning and weeks to come as well. But that's one suggestion I'd give you about the ornaments on the bottom half, so your tree isn't completely bare on the bottom. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks, Gal. Good to talk to you. Thanks. You too. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of information because there's tying the tree off. Yeah, and yeah. So we're going to be covering a lot of that. We are, especially um, now because with Thanksgiving coming up, people tend to put up their trees close to after Thanksgiving. That but, evening. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people, you know, you can, and I, these are brilliant ideas that I didn't necessarily come up with, so I'm yep. not necessarily patting myself on the back, but um, putting that tree up, and if you put it in a, by a wall or a corner where you've got a picture hang, you know, hung up, you take the picture down, so take some wire and tie it to the mm-hmm. nail in the wall to the tree. It helps keep make sure the tree's going to stay up if your cat starts to climb it. Yep. You can also do that with a hook in the ceiling like you would hang a plant from. You can do that and is, if you want to put a hook in your ceiling. Yep. Um, you well, they've got do all that. those fancy hooks now that stick yeah. and come off yeah so. that's right anchor it up um i loved your idea earlier about the dog and the marking with the kind of gate around yep. at least to start to get them away keep them away from the tree yeah you can always and take that down one of your techniques that are pine cones yes absolutely. you could do a nice layer of pine cones so it's a little bit un- yeah odd under their feet right exactly yeah so who knows there's we're going to come up with lots of things we, we have lots of things we're on this we got it yeah that's right so, you've had a bit of practice so. uh, yeah just a little <laughs> i tell you what so okay we have like a minute and a half till our next break and i think our friend sean's probably frustrated with this this morning because we're running clear up to stuff but <laughs> we love we like he's our, shaking his head we, saying he, no he what is. a nice guy he is a nice guy we like we're him a lot there we Thanks, go mate. we like him a lot okay so do you want me to go ahead and start and we can finish up when we come back? Or? Well, I'm just thinking we've got a few events going okay, on too. Okay, why don't we so cover we could, those? We could get that word out. Um, today right. we have actually at the Merle Hay Mall every month, uh, we do an adoption event. So we have dogs and cats out there. It's in uh, just near the children's area, near the main entrance, that big open area there. And we'll have dogs, cats, uh, pet items from our animal house store uh, for sale. So please pop out there and... Uh, have a look at some of our animals and you never know you may adopt from them all right so and with santa paw still going on it's still going on it's just yep. finishing up so um any of the last locations we just finished at the main location uh thursday evening and i think we have a couple of other locations and then it'll be all done so the photos will be back in time for your christmas cards yes and i think those um of all no i don't think i know all those <laughs> uh, locations and times and stuff are on our website on our events calendar 
www.arl-iowa.org. So you can certainly look at that. And then Tree of Life is going to be coming up starting also. That's a fun thing every year. Oh my gosh, we have done this for years where we have holiday trees at all of our locations and we ask people to bring in donations for the animals. Um, um, for us and i can't believe how generous people yeah. are in the community and we get so many supplies of pet food and toys and everything else for the pets and we those just last us for so long um so we couldn't just, do it without absolutely. you folks so we appreciate it very very much and that's that runs all through the month of december so that'll be coming up here as well so and just to finish up before we go on the break for those people with the smaller animals we have a bunny spa and piggy pampering down at our ARL Southridge location and that's between 12 and 2 so you can get your little guys down there and they can get a groom and a massage and a nail trim and ears cleaned and um, our experienced staff and volunteers down there will look after your little little fellas yeah i'm looking pretty for the holiday that's right (laughs) getting the hair done for the holiday all right well we're going to take another break and when we come back we'll finish up so be back soon be back soon 656 39 degrees some rain winds out of the northeast at five you're listening to news radio 1040 who you're listening to arl animal connection part of our new local weekends on news radio 1040 who Welcome back, everyone. We're going to wind up the show, and we've still got some callers, so we'll go straight over to Jennifer. Morning, Jennifer. Hello. Hi. Do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm not sure what that was. Um, I have a couple of cats that I've adopted from the ARL, and I've called in about them before. Um, okay. One of them, he's about he's either 11 or 12, and he's just, this year, started having some real issues uh, when I take him to the vet. He gets extremely worked up. He's growling and hissing and howling mm-hmm. and screeching and, you know, just throwing a complete fit. And uh, yesterday I had to take him up there just for a shot. And usually, um, we do this about four times a year, and and usually he's he's fine with them and he's fine in the car. And he was so worked up, they had to carry the crate out for me yesterday with a towel over it. And he growled all the way home. I could let him out of the cage and he just, you know... Um, pooped all over the house like five different times to show me how mad he was. <laughs> all stressed, yeah. Oh, yeah, or stressed. And, and uh, then after, you know, about an hour or so, he finally calmed down. But um, he's usually a really calm cat. I'm not quite sure what has made this change, but I just wondered what I could do when I take him in the future so that he's not, not so terribly stressed. Yeah, you know, sure. Jennifer, I would try something like feel away. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that before, but yeah, yeah, I would get some of that and I would get the spray part of it and I would spray it onto a towel or something and then set that kennel out with the towel in it that sprayed with that. Then when he goes in the little carrier, um, he's going to have that feel away in there. Okay. And hopefully that's going to bring him down a little bit from the stress. Um, mm-hmm. It's a natural thing. It's not any drugs. So it's not going to have mm-hmm. you know effects like that. But it really works with cats that are stressed. I mean, it Good. just calms them down. Okay. So I would try something like that and see if that works. Okay. Um, if that doesn't work, I don't know what catnip ha- effect has on your cat. But he gets kind of wild with it. It's okay, then yep. forget that. Yep, so. we don't want to amp him up <laughs> then don't do, Then don't do that. We're not trying to amp him up. We're trying to amp him yeah. down. So um, so definitely start with that feel away, and let's see if that does does something for us. And okay. trips in between. Yeah, yeah. Fun trips. That, that's the thing. I You know, with a cat this old, um, and I don't mean old like old, I mean she's older, um, you know, sometimes we would recommend, you know, you put her in the carrier – 
back out of the driveway, uh, back all, back yeah. in, drive around the block. But given she's 12 or 13, I'm not sure that would work at this point. Um, so definitely start. I would start with that feel away um, and go okay. from there. Younger cats, I would definitely recommend yeah, that yeah, with. I forgot about yeah. the age. Yeah. Um, what yeah. about and a home visit vet maybe? Maybe if they could do a home visit. Yeah, um, there yeah, are. I don't know if they could or not. And he's, yeah. he's really hard to to catch. Like I said, he's, oh, okay. he doesn't see very well, and so yeah, he gets there's lots out of stuff going on. And, yeah, it's just yeah. some of the. As we were talking about that earlier. I'm sure you were you're aware of that. You know, like they get older and things change with them, and maybe they don't yeah. see as well, and it just adds more stress. So let's try the feel away and see what happens. So okay, I will. Thank you. Thank you, so thank you and uh, sorry boy, for those folks we missed today. Yeah, boy, thank you for calling call in though. In Next everyone. weekend, please. And thank you, everyone. Have a great weekend. Pour it forward. Pour it forward. AM 1040 on your radio and on your smartphone. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. News Radio 1040, WHO, Des Moines. Closing in on a killer. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. Being sought in western Pennsylvania, the suspect who shot and killed a rookie police officer last night outside of Pittsburgh. Our officer attempted to make a traffic stop. The traffic stop led to a foot pursuit. Uh... At some point during the foot pursuit, shots were fired. New Kensington Police Chief Jim Klein, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, has been recovered as SWAT teams and police dogs pursue the suspect. In Baltimore, police have no leads as they search for the man who shot and killed a police officer on Wednesday. Detective Sean Souter was shot in the head in broad daylight while investigating a murder. It's been a contentious week on Capitol Hill as Republicans push for tax reform. For dozens of hours over the better part of four days, senators on the Finance Committee weighed the pros and cons of a Republican tax bill. Well, Mr. That Chairman, not true. with all due respect, I get sick and tired of the richest people Regular in the order, country, Mr. Chairman. Getting richer and Regular richer order. Richer order. Richer order. Richer we do attack middle class. What you said was not right. That heated exchange between the committee's Republican chairman, Orrin Hatch, and Ohio Democrat Sherrod Brown over whether the wealthy would benefit most from the proposal. A party line vote in the Finance Committee has sent the bill to the full Senate, a debate and vote expected there after Thanksgiving. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. Hillary Clinton is speaking out in favor of her friend, Senator Al Franken, who is accused of sexual misconduct. Al's very quick acceptance of responsibility and apology uh, and his willingness to be investigated and uh, to take the consequences is the kind of accountability I'm talking about. Clinton tells WABC Radio in New York that the same can't be said for Republican Senate candidate Roy Moore in Alabama, who remains defiant. Fox News, fair and balanced. 